now dig on this. <laughs> Welcome to our show. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we have a very special guest, Boyos and Ghouls. Uh, her name is Jenny. Say hi, Jenny. Hello. We've had Jenny on the show before, and it is always a good time. Good to have you back. Good to be back. You don't have to lie to us. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, So today, we're going to do another spooky movie for our two months of Halloween. And this uh, spooky movie was picked by Jenny herself. Mm-hmm. Still in the wrapper. Yep. It was a collectible, and we ruined it. So the movie <laughs> was, if you didn't see the title of this uh, podcast episode... Stay alive. Not the uh, not the Bee Gees song. No, no, that's staying alive is a yeah. little bit different. All right, so They're not that much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's just get started. Uh, first, we'll have Britain do a very, 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 very brief overview because there's really not a whole lot to this movie. So why don't you take it away, Britain? Video game movie. You die in game. You die in life. All right, that's actually perfect. All right, so now let's talk a little bit about the characters. <laughs> Actually, um, before we dive into it, because again, yeah, what Britain said is accurate. That is literally all the movie is. Yeah, yeah. There, there are little nuances like uh, some witch lady and stuff like that, and Frankie Muniz throwing roses. Yeah, but that that that. Do you read my dream diary? But that's uh, that's. <laughs> That's really about, uh, that's all to this movie, so, um, I'm gonna actually gonna turn this over immediately uh-huh. to Jenny, because I want to know, uh, how she came about this movie, how she had it on DVD with the wrapper still on, and, uh, what her thoughts of this when she first watched it were. Just take it away, Jenny. So, as I have talked previously, I worked at the Vigio store, mm-hmm. and this was one of those trailers that would play on a loop all day long over and over and over again oh, one of those so like it was very much like <clears throat> clip from movie uh, scary sound clip from movie cool music and then Jimmy Simpson being like sweet Jesus I want to play <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh I don't know who that actor is but I love him now and that um, shaped me as a human being from then on so when I finally could buy this movie I, I grabbed it because Jimmy Simpson's in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I watched it when it first came out, but I didn't watch it after I actually bought the movie. So it was still in the wrapper from like 2007 or something. So, so it was a collector's edition that we got. That is amazing. So was this uh, the first time you uh, watched this version of the movie? The unrated? It's unrated. Yes, yes. I saw this movie, I believe, either in the theater or when I rented it, and it was the rated version. So this was the first time I saw the unrated version, which apparently has 15 minutes of extra footage. Oh, joy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it was a... Def- it wasn't... You know, like we, We've definitely seen... Uh, far worse horror movies, but it, it wasn't bad. It uh, like it, obviously Jimmy Simpson is pretty much the highlight of the movie. He's McPoyle uh, for uh, "It's Always Sunny" and yeah. Philadelphia fans. Um, I, I mean, I thought this was a uh, a fairly uh, bad movie, but you know, a fun bad movie. Yeah, like you could tell that. Uh, well, there's actually a few things I do want to talk about, you know, regarding the movie before we completely go off the rails. Go on. Um, that I actually thought was done pretty well. Uh, the characters weren't, so I'm not going to talk about them too much. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I will say there is one uh, instant. We're going to get into some spoilers here. Uh, if you wanted oh, to yeah. see this 17 year old movie, spoiler yeah. ahead. Um, towards the end, like like Britain said, whatever happens in the game happens in basically real life, especially the deaths and everything like that. Yeah. And uh, towards the end of the movie, uh, Frankie Muniz is trying to give, like, I guess the best way to describe it, basically a tutorial as they're exploring the the mansion in this video game um, while his friend is exploring the same mansion in the outside world. Basically what this uh, this place was based off of. Yeah, and uh, whatever uh, Frankie Muniz does in the game uh, does affect the mansion in real life as well. So he drops, like, a crowbar and then his friend you know, has the crowbar drop in front of him, he picks it up, he you know, his friend encounters a locked door, and uh, Frank Muniz is like, wait, and he just unlocks it in the video game, and now the video or the door's unlocked in real life. And I was like, that was it. 
That was the coolest part of the movie for me. And it uh, took an hour and a half to get there. And it was only like <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds of it. And I was like, man, like, I kind of wish they would have explored this concept maybe a little bit more than his dumb witch concept. Yeah. Uh, like I, she wasn't a witch necessarily, by the way. She's based on a Hungarian woman who would actually existed oh, yeah. in the real world. That's the true. blood yeah. baroness who would uh, bathe in youth's blood so she became like this big murderous crazy person like bring me the virgins I need their blood to look young. Uh, was that the did they wall her up? I forget. Yes. Uh, at least I think that uh, that's what they like said. Like in they real did. life? I, th- yeah. I think so. I mean I only know about her from Quantum Leap so. Yeah I remember <laughs> the episode. And uh so yeah, that, that that's about all I know about the whole thing. But uh, kind of interesting, actually. Like the real life story, I think is more interesting than the video game counterpart itself. Yeah, actually, like I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been a movie based off her. Yeah, we just watched one. Oh, I mean, a, a movie. <laughs> like, a real, like a real movie. <laughs> like a, yeah. like a real movie. Actually, yeah, I'm sure that there is some sort of movie that's out there, but yeah, what not one that's like. Coming soon to theaters near you, Blood Baroness. Now, now, I, like, I'm, I'm thinking like a, you know, a interview with a vampire type, uh, you type film where, where it's classy, you know, these classy, uh, like, um, uh, masked orgies and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. out of uh, eyes wide shut, and then she's just bathing in children blood. Mm-hmm. See, I, I actually think of it a different way. I want her to be a uh, motorcycle cop, but she also has this fascination. Like, she's stayed young for hundreds and hundreds of years, right. so she solves mysteries, and she's really, really good at it, but she also has to do this, you know, ritual sacrifice, so she's kind of an anti-hero. That's how I would do it. I don't uh, know. All right. Um, all right, let, let's explore that avenue. Like, uh, I'm guessing she's immortal. She... As long uh, as she bathes in that blood, yeah. she is. So, you know, she's... I forget what uh, era, you know, she's supposed to have come from, but at least the we'll 16... You know, the, uh, between 16 and 1800. Yeah, well, maybe say Victorian era, so that Okay, it's, let's yeah, split the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I guess she makes it to the 1970s, where, you know, she's oh, yeah. uh, you know, like a policewoman, and... Uh, I, was that was that a show? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know about if it was called Police Woman, but um, I do like the the time period being in the seventies. Oh yeah, it has I to think be. Motorcycle Cop in the seventies with like the Blood Baroness, I think would actually be yeah. a pretty fucking cool show. Uh, but again, because she skirts that line between doing, you know, it's almost like Dexter esque, yeah. you know, where she skirts this line between like being a good person, you know, by solving crimes and like you know stopping bad guys, but also kind of being a horrible person by, yeah. you know, spilling the blood of the innocent. And, and you know, meanwhile, the commissioner is always up her ass, like, "Blood burners, get in my office! <laughs> the mayor's gonna have my ass if he sees you bathing in children's blood again." So, like, maybe we can change it a little bit so that it's not, like, straight-up children's blood that she's doing, but maybe, like, uh, maybe she's, you know, some of these bad guys that she captures or something, like, you know. Yeah, maybe she, she'll bathe in their blood. Exactly. You know, and they start to say, like, all right, this is a little bit of police brutality because you're going too- A little f- bit. You're going too far. You didn't need, you didn't need to, to, to kill this guy who was selling string on the street corner. You know, he was not doing- it was just a misdemeanor what he was doing. So, so she's almost, uh... She's almost uh, like a supernatural cop Dexter. Yes, yeah, I can see that. That's actually pretty cool. What say you, Jenny? I'm just wondering how we are 10 minutes into this episode, 10 minutes into this Not episode, even. Uh-huh. and you were already in the 70s with a freaking detective blood baroness from the renaissance of Victorian age. Wait, wasn't that the, what the movie was about? Yeah. No. <laughs> Oh my goodness, but I'm here for it. So the question is, what kind of outfit is she wearing? Is it like Chip's shorts? No. Oh, oh, uh, like, like the... Uh, I, uh, is, is it like Chip's Reno 911 where it's like um, she she's wearing the, like, the long pants, but like her chop is like unbuttoned all the way down because she wants to feel youthful? I, I want her to wear those riding crop pants that that puff out towards the top. I don't know. I'm thinking crushed velvet, crushed red velvet, and uh, ruffles. Like I want her to have that whole. Oh, she uh, looks like a pirate. 
Yeah, like, you know, she's wearing, like, a almost a Victorian like, gown, you know. Like a disco pirate? Well, hmm. So... All right, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's table that one for just a few seconds and hear what so, has so to So she say. can't be a cop since she's she she's out of uniform, she's so she would detective. have to be a detective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that's detective. fair. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes... Yeah, that makes more... Like, she's not doing highway patrol. Yeah. Being like, ah, you were going 60 and a 50 uh, mile an hour thing. Time to string you up and take your blood. Yeah, like, that's... And the the thing is, is that a lot of time, you know, a lot of times she's the murderer that they're chasing. Hmm. Now, I also imagine that there's a, um, again, almost Dexter-esque, but there's a season-long arc. Uh, for each season, there's like this different big bad kind of serial killer or murder or, you know, gang leader that she's kind of chasing after. But in yeah. order to do that, she, you know, does other kind of mystery of the week you know, episodes where she's, you know, finding and chasing down these other bad guys, and sometimes she kills one, sometimes she doesn't, but the police are looking for another serial killer who was her. And, uh, the, the, like, the serial killer that she's looking for is, like, polar opposite, some priest who's, uh, doing, uh, like, uh, holy communions with the the blood of these, uh, these, uh, criminals. I'm thinking season three is when we, we drop the fact that there's another, like, there's a blood baron who is doing the same thing, but he's using, like, the blood of actual, you know, he's using the blood of the police the, on her force to stay young, and now they're trying to, like, they're playing a cat and mouse game where they're hunting each other. And she's tracking down his, you know, his sidekicks and his, like, you know, his organization uh-huh. while he's doing the same thing to hers. It's gonna be a bloodbath. And, uh, every, you know, in the, in the third season, they do have, the two have to team up together to fight a vampire. Hmm... Okay. We haven't heard from Jenny about this in a few minutes, so let's hear your addition. I hate both of you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good addition. That makes sense. Oh, that's all you got. You really, <laughs> you really, just, you really gave up. You just wanted no, to insult just, us. Just pure hatred. All okay, right. Yeah, that makes sense. We're used to it. No, if they te- if they had to team up, that would be actually awesome. They could become like the blood power couple of the century. Hmm. So you think that they might put their differences aside for a little bit and they might... We might have some will they, won't they kind of tension. Yes. Like, I, I want it to be lighthearted like Cheers. <laughs> Where they open up a blood bar. A blood bank. But just for them. <laughs> and, like, because everybody knows their name, it's just two of them. Yeah. Um. And, uh, like, a bunch of different cast of characters, but uh, John Ratzenberger's still there. Of course. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, type O blood is... Uh, there's one of the more common ones, but uh, I actually prefer the AB negative. I, uh, I'm not really big into blood, but uh, I, I do like the company. <laughs> you see, I I want their will they won't they to be kind of uh, uh, just you know more like he goes over the line, the blood baron. He goes over the line when uh, they're trying to fight one of the vampires' henchmen, and she's like, "Oh, you went over the line there," but she's like, "But you know, I liked it." <laughs> you know, and you're like, "What's over the line for a lady who bathes in blood?" Um, it was a uh, senator. <laughs> She's like, ah. Like, children are fine, but not yeah. a politician. Yeah, like, you know, she is a red-blooded American. She isn't. She's Hungarian. Uh, well, in here, it is when she's she, American. She, 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 yeah, she's an immigrant. She moved to America. She, she believes in the American process. Yeah, she believes in the American dream. Yeah. Which is bathing um, in blood. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't imagine her being a Hungarian detective. Yeah, it wouldn't uh, be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Think of all the funny voices she can use. But um, I also want there to be almost like a a, a Catwoman <laughs> and Batman type thing where, like, they, 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 they want to do each other, but they know they can't kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, then they do each other. Yay. But and, then they don't. But then they, they regret it. Yeah, exactly. Instantly. Mm-hmm. Like afterwards, you know, and they she's like, I can't quit you and all this other stuff. I don't know. I heard that from a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to know the movie? I know what the movie it is. Um, it's King Kong. Um, no. Uh, so anyway, they get uh, at the end of the, the third season, they kill the vampire who we haven't even talked about yet. No. Uh, so we have to talk about who this vampire is. But um, afterwards... They go their separate ways, and uh, in the fourth season, she kills him. The, the Blood Baron. All right. But anyway, who's this vampire? Like, who would be a... Well, aren't barons usually vampires? So wouldn't it oh, be I really... counts. Like, are they counts? I mean, aren't they both? This there's is... There's barons, and then there's counts. But, like, wouldn't it be crazy if it's the baron's, like, brother who was turned hmm. into a vampire? Hmm. 
And that's like the big bad that they have to go up against is like blood relative. Oh. And he's a king. He's a king. <laughs> <laughs> like like I, I imagine it's a uh, like he went vampire because he doesn't like he doesn't like sticky blood on him. So I'm like I'd rather drink it every once in a while than have to bathe in it. Well, the funny thing is, I don't think that the Blood Baron and Baroness, I don't think that they themselves are vampires per se. I think they oh, just no, bathe in the blood. This yeah, guy, Exactly. This guy, he said, I, I don't want to bathe in blood. I want to drink it. Oh, I thought it was like kind of a mistake. Like uh, and They like threw him out of the family. They're yeah. like, get out of here. You and he don't got, know our ways. And he got vampired by, um, I don't know, some guy he was hanging with. Like, like Drinking blood is the equivalent of bath salts in their in their culture. It's a, it's a strict taboo. You don't yeah. do that. You don't drink it. Right. You bathe in it. Yeah. Bathe in it. Yeah, I, I I'm actually. So I think that's I, I think that's a good place to stop. I think it's a that's a damn thing. So that was a good um, episode. That yeah, was that's quick. good. Yeah. Um, uh, stay alive. No. Uh, but I I guess um we can go back to the movie a little bit because like Jenny said we we didn't yeah. we didn't give this we movie our due gil- yeah, yeah due diligence. I mean, we didn't even talk about the cyber cafe. Yeah, that was. There was a cyber cafe. All right, now back to the Blood Baron. <laughs> well, no, like, no. <laughs> it, it was really, like, a product of the time. Like, they had a LAN party, and mm-hmm, these two mm-hmm. gentlemen next to me have never had a proper LAN party. No. Which is interesting to me, because growing up, I always we always had LAN parties, where, like, there was multiple computers in a home in the same room, and you would all hook them up and play on the intranet um, Instead of playing online with somebody who was across the country, uh, we played split screen. Yeah, that yeah, that was me. I, I was either split screen or acro- or someone across the country. It's like I never played online uh, really. Um, so growing up, especially in high school, like to me, it would just be you know Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. Well, you weren't really a computer gamer. No, not at all. You, you were you were more console. So yeah, I guess it makes sense that I wouldn't. It's not like I'm going to plug my N64 into the internet right. and you know play against somebody uh, in you know in Alabama or anything. I'd be really impressed if you did. Yeah, I don't think uh, that wasn't. I don't. Thing. I don't even know the the logistics behind it. Yeah, that. there's only one other person in Alabama who has it hooked up to. Oh golly! <laughs> <laughs> and he's really really good. And you're like, man, we can't beat this guy because the lag is just uh, it's incredible. unbearable. Yeah. Every time we play, we have to listen to that dial-up noise, you oh, know. Man. Beep, 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 beep. Like, oh, this is gonna be fucking good, guys. And then, so, you know, someone calls the house and you get kicked off. Like, Damn it! Yeah, that doesn't worse. count as a loss! That's the worst. It does on your stats. Yeah. <laughs> he gets all the trophies and all the stars and everything. And all the girls. Yeah, he gets all the <laughs> girls because he's got the real land. I don't know what that word means. Uh, he's what? a land man. <laughs> I can't even start to explain to you things. I, I yeah, I was never internet's. I cables. barely know how the internet works. I just close my eyes and hope for the best. That's what most people seem to be doing. Well, yeah, working out fine, <clears throat> you know. So in the movie, <laughs> oh, she's gonna go back to the cyber cafe. Well, mm-hmm. it was I think in the cyber cafe that we started to notice um, the like vignette camera thing yeah. that they were doing on the screen it looked like somebody was like looking through a hole but it was a handheld camera mm-hmm. um shot so mm-hmm. it wasn't like stationary which would make sense of something creepy looking through like the wall or something yeah we, we didn't figure out if it was uh a you know a choice or a mistake like you know because we also figured it could have they could have just put on a wide angle lens and not zoom in a little bit Right, which is really interesting to think that it could have been a mistake, especially because literally in the first scenes mm-hmm. of the movie, they added in those like after visual effects of the game interacting with real life. Yeah. Um, the first person who's shown in this movie is the guy from Heroes. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, My- Milo. Who who was who was a wiener the entire time. He wasn't on for a long though. Yeah. But yeah. When, how long he was on, he was wiener esque. He, he was weaning it up the whole time. Yeah. He was definitely the Drew Barrymore of um, this movie. Yeah, so. But Drew Barrymore is famous. So, uh... anyway, the. Milo is famous. <laughs> He's on This Is Us now. What's his real name again? Milo Ventitres. Oh, that's right. I remember it was Milo Leo. It was a weird. Ve- Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> So Yahoo series. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. Tell you there. <laughs> so, um, 
Actually, I, I do want to point towards that that vignette uh, thing that we're talking yeah. about. Like, it might have been a mistake because, like, later in the movie we have scenes where there's, like, a painting in the background. And I guess mm -hmm. they filmed it without permission or whatever because they had to blur the face out yeah, that every was... single time they walked by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they were doing the office um, work, they, were, it... they, like, must have only gotten the clearance to, like, use these three rooms on this one floor of an office building and then on the wall was like a portrait of somebody but it was completely blurred out did they did they show the paint did they blur the painting a second or third time yep oh, uh, I, m I missed the other time at least one time when it was partially in frame there was two times i remember they they blurred the painting one the first time we see it when he's walking to the the main character uh, hutch is walking to his boss's office to talk about the land thing and then the uh second time was when the cops were like interviewing him Huh. Can we talk about the names? Yes. The name choices? Hutch. Yeah. Hutch so and October. Hutch, October, and then Swink. Oh, yeah, Swink. By the way, Swink is played by Frankie Muniz. But what was Jimmy Simpson's character? McPoyle. Uh, Phineas. Huh. Finn. Finn, that's Finn. right. Finn. Phineas. Phineas. Yeah. And Ferb. Why is... Why? Why? And who? who is like, yes, my name is Swink. <laughs> Swink. Uh, what were the other October and October? Hutch What's the other girl's name? I don't remember. Allison. It was like An <laughs> Angel Angela or something. Or something like the, that. They sound like they're from, uh, like the the a vaudeville mo movie. Like ah, come here, Swink and uh, Hutch. Uh, we're gonna go uh, hatch a plan to get tell, some dames. Tell me about it, Finn. Yeah. No. Yes. Very that. <laughs> Although I think the name October is pretty cool. It is. Uh, it yeah, is pretty it's, cool. it's not bad. Though if you name your daughter October, I guess you... Maybe she was born in October. I don't know. Maybe it was a nickname. But if you name your daughter October, I guess that uh, she's going to have to, like... Embrace the gospel. Yeah, life. exactly. Like, that's going to yeah. be her personality through her whole life. And th this movie really did... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, re really did uh, kind of... Uh, it is a time capsule of the you know the early 2000s and stuff like that uh i forgot what the point i was making because my <laughs> voice cracked we uh, start razzing you over here <laughs> it is a time capsule by the way um and the gameplay which is utilized a lot in this movie yeah. is very actually not badly rendered you know, for being what it was supposed to be. No, it's, it's uh, very Silent Hill, mm -hmm. um, Resident Evil kind of vibes. Like if uh, if game graphics uh, looked like that back then, it would have been uh, you know kind of ahead of the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there is actually something about this movie I I I I I I I I, I, I really feel like I want to talk about because um, this can lead us to another uh, topic of conversation, okay. and that is. Um, I know this was supposed to be a horror movie, mm -hmm. but there was just, and this is par for the course for most horror movies, but this was just not a scary movie whatsoever. And it's kind of weird because the movie's acting like it's scary. Like, they're playing the game, and everybody who's playing the game, even before they know it's going to murder them, like, they're sweating. They're like, oh, this is intense. This is scary. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It just came off as, uh, it just kind of rang very, very hollow when you see these people sweating and being scared and then you look on the screen and it's just uh it's just cartoons basically you know i guess like it i i do think uh you know you and i have seen so many hundreds of films so many hundreds of horror movies that uh we have we become a little bit jaded like if if, if we were maybe 12 or 13 yeah, uh, we we might be like, oh man, that's oh, yeah. For the intended audience, this yeah. is scary. And I'm a baby-faced bastard, so so this scared <laughs> this, you? Of course, I'm always scared. But they really did play it up with every single moment they could with the soundtrack. Yeah, like all of those like sounds and like you know like the dun 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 kind of moments every time they turned around it was like something's in the background look if you didn't notice it here's our music cue well that that brings me to a uh, that brings me to a thought i was having the other day uh <clears throat> like uh what makes music scary 
Like, is it a cultural thing? Is it an instinctive thing? Um, actually, that's a that's a very good question. I wonder if it has to do with uh, chord progression and yeah. like you know the way it builds tension and the the certain types of I guess uh, uh, keys that are used. Because I'm sure that it probably has to do with uh, something like that. But like you said. That's us thinking of it from an American point of view. Yeah. But, it, you know, in France, do they have something completely different what they consider like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, they really hate hoedown music. It's like they're terrified. Like, what is this? You, you dance around in a circle? You touch each other? Like, this is stupid. Oh, my gosh. Straw? Ugh. So, yeah, is there, like... Is, is German spooky music different than, uh, let's say, uh, like, Korean spooky music? Is like, Or is it just a... Uh, specific tone or chord, uh, you know, like that somehow uh, resonates with like what our ancestors would consider a predatory noise. Hmm. Interesting. Like just a bunch of. Go ahead. Oh yeah, a lot of the spooky music in most of the stuff nowadays, at least for the past two decades, use like that string element where they mm-hmm. like run their fingers up a, a string instrument which mm-hmm. causes that long away to a higher pitch volume which i think that actually is probably like um tension building mm-hmm. because it builds anxiety at least to our american ears mm-hmm. we're like, mm-hmm. like stringed instruments or it is it kind of almost pavlovian where we uh, we we've experienced it in so many films that uh you know we've expected it yeah, like, you know, back in the uh, early days of cinema, like, you know, they'd play certain, you know, dun, dun, dun for certain yeah. movie mm-hmm. scenes, and that just kept on catching on. So now when we're watching movies, like, we hear those notes, we're like, we know something scary is going to be happening. Right. And, and, like, it also makes me wonder, like, in the olden days where they're different you know, different song cues, like, was Turkey in the Straw like a scary <laughs> song for them uh, back in the day? Though, uh, it's actually interesting because you think, like, like the Halloween music is definitely, you know, like, scary music because yeah. it's from Halloween, but that really is more, like, you know, oddly enough, almost more peppy and upbeat as composed to, like, that long, like, this one yeah. has, like, the, you know, like, you know, the kind of uh, thing to it, but yet we recognize that as scary, and I wonder if it's because it was in a scary movie or was the music itself scary to begin with, or at least brought that emotion to us? And uh, some, I think, are cultural, like uh, the pipe organ. Uh, the pipe organ usually uh, is associated as scary, but it's also associated with uh, church and funerals yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, so I can also, you know, I can imagine that being uh, kind of spooky as well. Yeah, if they played Turkey and Astral at more funerals, like we might be hearing it in our yeah. music note. <laughs> But, okay. Um, actually, this brings me to um, something I did want to talk about um, when I was talking about how this movie really wasn't scary to me. Yeah. And uh, and I do agree with you, Britain, that we have become jaded because we're just old, you know, mush heads um, who right, watch a lot of scary movies and are like, this isn't scary. But, you know, there have been times recently that I would say that something almost scared me in a scary movie. Um, I don't remember the name of it. Uh that's not a good start. But you remember that movie? I think it was about the Shoima. Uh, oh, oh, that. Uh, yeah, I remember that. And uh, yeah, I remember. I, um, I forget. It was uh, that. You know, it was about that uh, Jew- that Jewish culture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, movie. Um, I forget what that name. It was like was. a Hasidic thing. It's called like the Watch or something like that. Yeah. And you know what it was is uh, there's you know apparently something in the Jewish culture, or at least I think the Hasidic part of it, that you know you're supposed to watch over a corpse. You know. Um, while they're waiting for the funeral so that no demons can enter. Mm-hmm. And there was actually, like, they set it up for the first 10, 15 minutes, and I was like, actually, like, man, this could actually be scary because I was watching the background. I was like, ooh, is there something moving underneath the sheet where this guy's back is turned to it? And unfortunately, I didn't like the route they went, but um, I did praise it for actually being, uh, having a setup which I actually could have found scary even yeah, in my 30s. It, 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 was not a, it was not a bad movie at all. Yeah, especially for you know, for a an independent film mm-hmm. and b a culturally foreign to us film and c a modern horror film. Yeah. Um, like I said, I didn't like uh, where we really went, but I did recognize that hey, this could have really been something special. Like the way they had it set up, like man, this this you know, I started getting a little bit of the willies, and I was hoping that they'd 
they'd come through for me, but unfortunately they didn't. But um, that brings us to the next question, that since we know that there still can be things that kind of scare us a little bit, you know, um, you know, what are some scary movies that you kind of grew up actually being scared of, you know, when you are a kid to today? Um, I'll give you some time to think about this, Jenny. I'll give uh, Britton some time to think about this. All right. Um, I'll start uh, just because, you know, I want to give you guys some time to think and because I'm hogging the mic. Um, I'm going to say that when I was a kid, uh, nothing scared me more than Freddy Krueger movies. Like, they scared, <laughs> especially part three and four, yeah. they scared the ever-loving shit out of me. And I loved uh, the Freddy Krueger movies. I still do. I watch them all the time. But um, there was just something... And it wasn't even like the... It wasn't even the normal things, like him stabbing somebody, yawn, him slicing up a guy to make him into a marionette, yawn, but a puppet of Freddy coming to life. <laughs> like, oh, that's terrifying. Freddy as a snake, like, ooh, that's weird. People's faces as uh, meatballs on a pizza. That scared <laughs> me more than you can understand. You just don't like your inanimate objects. I really, life. I really don't. I really don't. That that always uh, always spooked me out. So I guess we'll move on to uh, Jenny. I think she she's leaning forward. I think she has something to say. <laughs> I always have something to say. Uh, so I actually didn't watch a lot of scary movies growing up because I got scared very easily. So like the things that were imprinted on me were like. Are you afraid of the dark? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The television show. I remember that show. I got scared by um, it too. I got scared all the time, and like even just thinking about things about the show still give me the the no goosey bumps. You know, like I'm cold. Screw you. Okay, that, <laughs> I hear that one a lot. Yeah, I remember. Yes. What about the clown with the the cigar? Was that Z one scary too? Um, that didn't like impress upon me as much. Mm. Um, but it it is creepy as crap now. If you watch that episode now, screw what? No, no, thank you. <laughs> no, take your crusty the clown ass away from me, and go sit in the corner and think about what you did. You shouldn't take his fucking cigars. That's all you gotta do. I, I I only remember one episode that scared me. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, I think we did. And it was the Quicksilver episode, which I think was the first episode they made, or or like one of the first. It was and, definitely in the first batch. But they, then I was like with well, the I'm cold kid and mm -hmm. and like that. Never, that didn't really get me. There was an episode. I It was just like the beginning of an episode where they were like finishing up a story. Yeah. The Midnight Society. And it was like this kid who was like sleeping on his side and there was this creepy monster behind him. And then they stopped telling that story and started telling another one. But I remember that terrified me this creepy monster behind this literally kid literally the three seconds yeah. of time yeah like i remember sleeping at my grandmother's house and like being terrified of you know every time i turned my back that something would creep up behind me and my parents were like you can't watch <laughs> you're afraid of the dark anymore right. i think the only movie that kind of that i actually would watch more than once was like ernest scared stupid that's a good one yeah, that's the best ernest movie it's scared the Cracker Barrel out of me. Really? <laughs> oh, was it the, yeah. Um, I still, I have not troll? watched it in my adult life because I was so scared as a child. Oh, we have it on the server if you want to watch it. Great. We did an episode on it. I know. I haven't listened to it yet because I'm year. scared. <laughs> That's all right. We talk about Santa Claus and Christmas in it, so yeah. we right. don't, it's not spooky at all. Maybe I'll dip my toe and all listen right, to your right. episode first, and then I'll be like, okay, maybe I can handle watching this movie. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Like I didn't really watch a lot of uh, a lot of horror movies because it really didn't interest me. Uh, like I <laughs> go on. Uh, like, uh, but I had all the horrors uh, in my real life. <laughs> I, I would, uh, you know, find the dead cats on the road and then pick it up. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> like, uh, why this is illogical? Why don't they just stop going to sleep? Then the dream demon <laughs> won't get to them. Like, why did they run upstairs when clearly downstairs is the route to to uh, for escape? I'm sure that if I could sit down and talk to this Frederick Krueger, me and him could come to an understanding. <laughs> uh, like I remember, I would uh, I was scared of the Freddy Krueger movies, but uh, let's see. Uh, I remember there was a movie way way back. A certain movie. Uh, that mm -hmm. my my sister would watch all the time, but uh. I remember the, uh, there was a movie called The Peanut Butter Solution. Oh, gosh, I knew it was going to be The Peanut Butter Solution. And, Go ahead. <clears throat> and, uh, it, it's a movie about uh, a kid who, 
like goes into a oh man like I forget like he goes into like an abandoned uh, house where is supposed supposedly haunted and gets scared and loses all his hair and uh, you know and then like some homeless person says oh, you know mix the solution and put it on your head and your hair will grow back and it, like looking back on it, I don't know why it was scare. I was scared of it because it's about a kid who was growing hair. <laughs> and uh, but so I, Teen Wolf probably was <laughs> not a good. Oh, choice. it's horrifying! Never seen Teen Wolf actually. Neither have I. I want to. It seems like the ultimate '80s movie. Apparently, I actually have not seen Teen Wolf. Oh, we, I we think to, we know the next one. Yep. Okay. It's technically a spooky movie. There's a werewolf in it. <gasps> and. Oh, spoiler alert. Is Twilight a spooky movie because there's werewolves in it? Well, the second one is no. because there's a werewolf in it. But, uh... Me. The... the, th- the I, I remember the, the thing that scared me is that there was a spooky painting. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the funny thing. I know I've talked about this um, off-camera or yeah. off-mic uh, with you, Burton. Um, but... Uh, Jenny, do you remember the show Goosebumps based off of the, the, the books? Of course I do. Okay. Now, those are fantastic. Uh, yeah, they're good riffing movies. Yeah, 100%. They're just fun <clears throat> to make fun of. But were you ever scared of them, or were you just a little bit too old for it? Um, I don't think that I watched them because I knew my past with Are You Afraid? And then Goosebumps came out just like within the time frame where I was like, I, I gotta see. stay away from that. Because, like, we've watched a lot of the episodes so far, because, again, they're just fun to make fun of. Yeah. And, like, there's... Oops, sorry. You son of a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, there's absolutely, like, to us, there's nothing scary, and there's almost like, I can't even see being scared of this as a kid, you know? Yeah. But, um, Dominic, who we've had on the show a couple of times, he's my nephew, and he was, uh... You know, when he was young, the show had been out for a while. He, he was the target audience. Uh, actually, he was a little bit younger in target audience. Oh, I think, <laughs> like, the show came out in, like, 96 or 97. He was born 2001. Jesus. I know. Uh, um, I hate everything. I know, I know. So that's the spooky thing. That Father is, Time. That is yeah. the scariest. But um, he said that's go, that's go. that show scared the shit out of him no uh, when, uh, when he was younger. And I wonder, because uh, we were talking about this, I wonder if... Some of these shows, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark and the Peanut Butter Solution. <laughs> um, like, I wonder if it's more about the imagination of a child to kind of fill in those gaps. I think we were talking about that. Yeah. Than it is the actual scary images that are on the TV. Yeah, definitely. I think the filling in the gaps is scarier than what could be shown. No, I, I agree. Especially especially as a, ki- as a kid when, uh, you know, you're still experiencing life. Uh, you're still experiencing a lot uh, for the first time mm-hmm. uh, so uh, the world is still kind of big and scary to you so um, not to get too philosophical um, no 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 like uh, so let's change gears a little bit because I do want to stay with this because uh, it's a Halloween episode so we're yeah. going to keep it going with the scariness uh-huh. and I'm going to say that um, hurry up oh okay I'm sorry I'm, I'm now nervous that was me. That was me mopping my brow. <laughs> nothing else. There was nothing else. I promise you. Uh, that those are the spooky sound effects. Um, You're telling me. I heard it in my ears. I, well, I mean, we're also gonna hear it in your butt. So anyway, that's the real scary. Uh, anyway, what ass ears? Ass ears. <laughs> like oh, I, I hear it. I hear things I don't want to hear. <laughs> I'm interrupting. I know. No, 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 no please continue. I'm interrupt. <laughs> no, because uh, we brought up a point about the things that you don't see and your mind fills in the gaps. Yeah. And that's scarier. But that just reminded me of how impactful the first Alien was. The uh, Like Ridley the, Scott movie? Yeah. Because they didn't actually show the Alien until like way into it. Like you oh, could yeah. see like glimpses. And that made the actual creature scarier. At least for me. Little baby Jedi. Uh, it's the same thing with Jaws. Same thing with Jaws. I've, yeah, when you don't see it. I've, I mean, I love Jaws. I've come around on Aliens. I didn't really like it a lot. Alien. I, Alien, I'm sorry. Aliens is great. I've always liked Aliens. But I've come around on Alien um, because, you know, I, it's one of those things like you kind of have to, like you said, it takes its time. Yes. But um, the first time I did see Alien, 
Uh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, there was, um, I was 15 years old and I was watching it on television and I came onto it when it was, uh, already it was out. It was walking around, you know, killing people and the, the, the vent scene again, spoil, if you haven't seen it, just stop the podcast right now and watch it. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm going to spoil the best scare in the movie. On, it's, it's 50 years old. Okay. That's true. So, uh, so when it, <laughs> So when it's in the vents and they're tracking, like, oh, it's behind you, and he turns around and he sees it and it scares him. That was the last time I actually shouted from a horror jump scare in a movie. Like, I was by myself, I was 15 damn years old, watching it on my telly, and I... On your telly? On my telly, and I actually screamed from it. I went, ah! You know, that's what a scream is. <laughs> you, you screamed like Hank Hill. <laughs> oh, damn it, alien! <laughs> So yeah, that was like the last time I actually really screamed, jumped like hard in a movie. So uh, now, have you had something similar to that in like a movie or a, it can be anything, movie, video game, TV show? Like, I mean, like what's the most recent time that you've kind of really gotten scared by something to the point where you actually had to, to, to kind of let it out? Uh, like the, the last time is like one of my friends snuck up on me and scared me, but that was about it. Well, I mean, that's kind of Other than cool. that, I have nerves of steel. Like you just analyze everything. Like, Why that's my friend in a mask? <laughs> okay. Why there's a there's a man in that alien suit? <laughs> I, I definitely can... felt like that during Hereditary. Okay. Like that movie. That's a movie. That's, uh, that's another uh, podcast yeah. episode we did. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> movie. That ugly girl, I know. She's horrifying. <laughs> Will you stop? Tony Collette is a treasure. No, no, not I, Tony I Collette. That's, oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh. Thank you. No, I feel bad. Like, she, like, first off, they, they, they made her ugly. And th that little girl ugly. Oh, yeah, of course. I think that was to amp up the, the eeriness of the situation. But, like, towards <laughs> screaming about the book. It was a book, too. <sighs> like no, I mean like in the movie when she's like burn the book and he's like I don't want to burn the book and she's like burn the book <laughs> and he throws the book in the fire and then oh, he yeah. burns on fire and I'm like no the book is never and now you have fire. <sighs> what happens? If she put it in like uh, like uh, you know liquid uh, nitrogen. No. <laughs> what happens if she did that? What if she, she froze it? Would he be frozen? No, I don't think. I what had if she to puts do in it. a wood chipper? What if she tickles the book? It wasn't connected to him. <laughs> it just wasn't that moment. I hate. I hate. Oh, yeah. I will say that's a, probably one of the better examples of horror movies I've seen recently. Yeah. Uh, though I just think it's okay. Like I saw that movie under the influence, which was not a good idea. Yeah, I'm probably. I'm sure that probably spooked you out. <laughs> Like I, I when when uh when uh when the the, the scene spoilers we're gonna do spoilers uh the scene where uh like he's in the car and he you know she the the girl's out the window and there's just that thump I, like I felt that in my stomach yeah yeah and, and uh, I remember we were talking about this and you brought up a good point that uh, that the movie captures just like dread. Yeah. You know, and terror more than uh, anything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that is, I, I, like, I don't like uh, you know horror as much as I like terror. And, and there there is a kind of a distinction. No, I, yeah, I, there's there's a difference. And I, I I like terror so much more because terror is so much more real. Mm -hmm. I I like both. Um, I think the last time that I I felt, oh, gosh, the last oh, time I felt go. that kind of gut punch like you said where I almost screamed but I you was know, the monster at the end of this book yeah no <laughs> no that was just Grover oh spoilers <laughs> spoilers well, I was just about to read it a sequel to that book there's another monster at the end of this book and it's Oscar <laughs> it's a mirror. I wish it was Oscar it's not Oscar <laughs> it's Oscar and he's just sad it's Elmo so, uh, yeah that's the scary part yeah. that is the scary part I'm not gonna lie I never I don't think I like Elmo no, I don't think anybody likes I Elmo. I, I don't think the I like Elmo. The only reason why I let Elmo into my life at all is because it's the same voice character as the baby from Dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, like, my love for the baby character in Dinosaurs kind of like every time I hear Elmo not being a little shit, I'm like, oh, He's the baby. You gotta love him. Yeah. So the last time I felt that terror that you were talking about feeling with, you know, the, the decapitation of a family member and that empty feeling in the yeah. pit of your stomach... Was in was in Creep Show. 
Um, uh, okay. The first creep show. I watched it when I was in uh, when I was in the Air Force, and the la <laughs> the last segment was about a guy who was a, a clean freak. Oh yeah. And everywhere he turned, there was just cockroaches everywhere. Like it was like a slow thing, but then it started, you know, drip, you know, like a slow drip. But then it just infested him. And I remember there was a certain point where the camera just kept on, like everywhere you looked, it was just icky bugs. And I remember just having this, like, like I actually had to pause it and be like, I don't know if I can take this. Like I, this I is awful. You, I thought you said you were so overwhelmed with that movie that you screamed as well. I didn't scream. I almost oh, okay. screamed. Like I said, that was the closest I got to screaming. Unless you consider something like. uh like screams of frustration to be. Oh screams. no, that, that's that's you. That's your breaking point. Yeah, like uh, like in the Ouija experiment or, or Gummo. Oh, Gummo, uh, I broke twice in that movie. Mm. So uh, yeah, so yeah, that was I think the cl <laughs> that was my terror, not the death of a family member and the uh, the dread that comes with it, knowing that uh, life yeah. has changed and altered completely. Just a little bit of bugs in your <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> ew, ew! I don't have to clean that. Like uh. I Speaking of, of terror and instinctual terror, I, I do want to bring back that uh, that question I have. Uh. Uh, and I don't know if I asked you this question, uh, Jenny, uh, but there there was uh, there was something uh, like uh, going back to instinct. Like we have a lot of instinctual uh, things that we're scared of. Mm -hmm. Like uh, like when we see like uh, like pareidolia, when we see a face in something that doesn't have a face. Or we see something in the bushes, or like when we're afraid in the of the dark because we can't, uh, we don't see what's around us. There, there's a lot of instinctual fears that we have, that are you know that are based off of our ancestors' experiences. Mm -hmm. And my question is, what is it about the dead? What happened in our past that makes us afraid of the dead. Now, here is a uh, I'm going to like, you know, sweeten this caveat because this Go is on. this is how I remember we were discussing it the one time. Uh, cuz you were right, like, you know, some of us were afraid of spiders because there was a time in our past that our ancestors had to be afraid of spiders cuz that was like a you know, that would kill yeah. us. So that's why some people still have that kind of fear in us that might be ingrained. But like it's not just the dead cuz you could just say like oh you people are just afraid of death you know it's yeah. weird but i mean like let's say that you're in that situation like where you're a shoima where you're you know like a, a loved one or something or uh, or even something you don't even know is just like they're they're lying dead you know and they're waiting for the funeral and it's just like the the coffin or just the dead bodies lying in your living room now it's dark you have to walk past this 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 body to get to the fridge to get i don't know a cookie or something or a drink or a glass of milk now, would you be nervous walking past that 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 corpse just laying there dead? Yeah, yeah. and I don't know why. Exactly. No, I don't exactly. know why. Like, what are you afraid of? You're afraid of it grabbing you, kind of, right? Or even moving? Maybe. And but why? What like, instinctually happened? What happened to our ancestors that made us afraid of corpses? Like, I can. And yeah. ingrained our obsession with them coming back to life. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and like, did that happen in some sort of way, way past, mm. like, something happened that reanimated a bunch of dead at the same time, and like, we already went through the quote-unquote zombie apocalypse, and mm -hmm. like, we just forgotten through text and time, mm -hmm. and now we're still afraid of it. But our, you know, our genes still remember. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. and the funny thing is, like, even if it was, you know, your, uh... Your, your, you know, your great, great, great grandpappy or something like that or someone you're close to, if they rise up, you're going to be even more afraid. It kind of transcends, like, family and tribal, you know, connections. Because you, you would think that, oh, grandpappy's alive. We should be happy. But no. But we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because so. instinctually, or we're taught, maybe, we're taught, like, it... Their soul is gone. Whatever yeah. is now, quote unquote, possessing them to move is not of this earth or of like the different planes. Mm -hmm. And it's going to murder. Kill we, you. we don't put it down now. Like we've we've done this before in the past. Like we right. have to burn it with fire. And and I, I, I'm almost yeah, I was almost uh, ready to kind of write it off as a cultural thing like. Uh, you know, all right, well, uh, it's because we have a lot of zombie movies and a lot of horror movies, mm -hmm. but then I, you think, you, you think back onto old Victorian 
uh, books like you know Frankenstein and and Dracula, where you know corpses are you know maybe aren't coming back to life, but there is still an air of uh, creepiness to them. It's like hell, even uh, like even when they're in Hamlet, you know there was uh, there was like a fear when Hamlet sees his ghost dad walking around. Yeah. So there there's some kind of instinctual fear of the dead that we have that like can't we can't explain. Maybe it's you know a bunch of cavemen dying. You know they people you know a bunch of cavemen uh, die and well that they're not actually dead and they're digging out of their out of the grave like that sleeping sickness thing or whatever. yeah mm-hmm. and then there's like oh no oog's coming back and they just yeah. beat him with a rock yeah because you know the dead aren't are supposed to are supposed to stay dead but again back then like if oog comes back like shouldn't it be like you know shouldn't it be a, a joyous occasion like oog the firebringer's back that's true like they should be happy because uh now the you know, a part of the you know now their tribe is strong again. Mm-hmm. Like so, it doesn't like it still doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's it's this is the biggest pickle that I think we've ever uh, thought about and brought about uh, brought about this show. Yeah, because, and it, now I think we're all scared. I like how serious we got on the episode of Stay Alive with video game tests. <laughs> <laughs> we can go back to. Uh, the Baroness cop. Yeah, Blood Baron and Blood Baroness. They're cops. Well, one of them is. The other one isn't. That's too long. Too long for a promo. Yeah, yeah too long yeah, for a title. Yeah. Like you need a better tagline. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's a work in progress. Like B&B on the street. Or, uh, or Bloody Marys, anyone? No, that's not good either. No, I'll, I'll think about it. Blood I'll, baths and beyond. Good. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Let's film it right now. Yo, all right. We're all ready. Right. Blood baths and beyond. I, I love it so much. <laughs> all right. On that note, um, stay alive. Uh, well, a bit corny. Uh, a definite uh, time capsule of the era. Uh, I, I thought it was good enough. Uh, you know, if, if you were, uh, if you, if you're prone to. Uh, easily scare, easy scares, and I think uh, you can't go wrong. Shut up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I've seen far worse. Yeah, I I can I guess agree with that assessment. It's not very good, um, but it's it's got a dumb charm to it that uh, that I think people would appreciate because yeah. at no point was it really boring. No, mm-hmm. and Jamie Simpson was awesome. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jamie Gum. Yeah, Jamie Gum. Yeah, I'm gonna hurt you after we're done recording. <laughs> Jimmy Simpson is a god, and I love him with all of my hang. Watch the movie. Yes. All right. Do you have anything you want to promote, Jenny? I am still on the internet doing my things, and no one watches. Ah. Oh. Aw. So you could be that person to change my life around. Don't forget to sh- like, subscribe, and blue blah 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 blah. Do all of that, so she can come back. Yes, because if we if she we don't get it, if she doesn't get enough likes, she won't be back on the show. If she doesn't gain another five subscribers by uh, by the next time she's back, she's not going to do the show again. Not that we're not inviting her. She says she won't she come back. She says no. Oh no! They said as soon as I walk through the door, like if this doesn't happen for you, we will not have you back. We are we are hard on that. Yeah, yeah. I front. cried. Um, you got over it. Yes, obviously, because you let me wash my face off. Mm-hmm. Face off. Now that's a good movie. That's a great movie. All right. So anyway, uh, happy Halloween's. Yep. Uh, we still got we still got two more months of the Halloween. So have fun, everybody, and by all means, stay alive. Bye bye. That'll hold a little SOBs.